0: Hey, what's going on? I'm your host, John Grant. Welcome back to Complete Dissociation, a completely, definitely legit podcast that's gonna exist longer than a year. Not a lie. Uh, uh, this is a... Uh, damn it, I was gonna say a joke, but never mind, it's not its not worth it now. Um, Kind of fucked it up on the intro there, but hey, it's whatever. How's it going? It's uh, currently 7.37 p.m. on October 12th, 2018. Uh... Great day to be alive, huh? It's cold outside. It's October, you know. It's typically getting cold by this point, you know. Wouldn't expect much from a normal October day. My dog fucking murdered a rabbit yesterday. That was amazing. I don't even know how. And, like, you know how, like, when you... or You know what a corkscrew looks like? Somehow, my dog made the bunny look like that. I don't know how, but it happened. It's... Not gross, but it was just like, I didn't want to see that. I was about to go to bed, man, and then just, why? She's a beagle. I get it. She wants to kill shit, but why a bunny, man? It's like a huge bunny, too, man. Like, not even kidding. Huge. Maybe at least more than a foot long. Also, I couldn't really tell since it looked like a fucking corkscrew. But, you know, you, you get my point. It, I had a big head bro for a rabbit, but hey, it's whatever hmm off topic anyways uh I mean, I haven't really started the topic yet tonight uh you know, I'm pretty cluttered right now, not really because my bed bedroom is the cleanest thing you'll ever see in your entire life ha definitely not a joke, and I'm not a teenager ooh um yeah, anyways, I hope you're all doing very well um I am. Uh, I'm bored, uh, you know, work's been pretty great. Uh, but yeah, I guess tonight I felt like talking about the amazing thing called memories. Don't you just love that? Memories. Memories are wonderful. Memories are the thing that give us moral parameters and to make us have any amount of decency or indecency, depending on how you were raised, but you know, memories just give us a way to live and give a shit about anything because if we had the memories of a cat we probably wouldn't care about anything at all since their attention span is like a minute long and they don't really remember anything other than things they've been around for more than a year it's pretty amazing um, but yeah memories man um, <laughs> The name of my podcast is kind of confusing, because, you know, I, I'm a pretty well-connected person. But at the same time, I'm not a very well-connected person. Dissociation, complete dissociation, would you'd all assume that I'm completely disconnected. Well, in a way I am, and that's why I decided to name my podcast Complete Dissociation. Speaking of dissociation, it's something I deal with, um, along with a couple mental problems but you know all mental problems can be worked upon they can be cured not that i see mental disease as really a disease but more or less just a challenge but nonetheless it's how it's defined and it's what it is but growing up i was never really attached to the world growing up i had a lot of things in my head that i didn't see as normal and a lot of people questioned but I lived with it, and I found it to be the most normal thing possible. Uh, Parts of my problems can probably be attributed to the fact that I played too many games. Uh, The fact that growing up I had about two people in my life that gave a shit, my grandma and my brother. Uh, Also, I had really bad eyesight, and I couldn't see shit. So, I just kind of saw whatever I wanted to see, and that was about it. Whenever I played games when I was younger, it, my, my face had to be plastered to a screen to see what the hell it was even doing. Because I couldn't see... Oh, I could see pixels. I couldn't see detail. I just saw... In my eyes. It was great. It's like, you know, when you change the channel to something that doesn't actually have something on. So the TV is just like... <sighs> yeah, it, it's amazing. But, uh... Growing up, seeing things was... Something I had problems with. I didn't really feel connected with the world because a lot of times, to be honest, I never had anybody to connect with me. Sawyer, my best friend, who was in the podcast last time, he's about the only thing I've ever been genuinely attached to. Because he's my friend. He's never turned his back on me. And that's one of the greatest feelings in your entire life. I believe that everybody should always have that one friend that will never turn their back on you. If you don't have that kind of person, I am incredibly sorry for you but i i promise you right now you will find that person it will happen it it, it happens to everybody everybody finds somebody uh, whether it's love whether it's friendship family you will find somebody you are not alone in this world let me reach my hand out to you say hi i'll t- I'll, I'll take your hand too and we'll, we'll get through it together because you know everybody's my family to me um that is what my friends have become my family are my friends um uh, I grew up without much of a family, so my my family is my friends. So, if you're dealing with the same shit that I'm about to go over, well, then I reach my hand out to you because I care about you. But uh, yeah, growing up, aside from Sawyer, I didn't have any friends, and I'm I'm not joking about that. I literally had no friends aside from Sawyer. Everybody else either bullied me or ignored me because I was crazy. Uh, as a kid. I saw shit. I would see random things that I created in my own mind. I had this weird little thing where walking down the hallways of my school it was, it was tile flooring and there were like squares of blue tile and squares of white tile. Most of it was white tile but then there were the squares of blue and for some reason in my mind I didn't see squares of white and squares of blue i saw asteroids that i was jumping onto and the white was the lava and if i touched it i would die and then i have to go all the way back down to the end of the hallway and restart like it was some sort of game and all my friends looked at me and um, again that wasn't a thing okay so maybe back in like middle school and high school yeah sure because then i had more friends but back in like grade school, everybody looked at me like I was still a crazy person because everybody thought I was a crazy person except for Sawyer. So I guess Sawyer could at least say that he looked at me like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? As I'd be skipping down the hallways, only touching the blue tiles, and if I didn't touch the blue tiles, I died. Sometimes I even got so dramatic as to the fact that I fell over and acted like I was dying. Also, there were no people in the hallways to me. There were just missiles being launched. Everywhere and I had to avoid them and not get hit by them And any time. I'd get hit by them. I'd freak out and be like, oh shit uh, You know making explosion noises like I was in some sort of space battle You know that was always a great time, you know what I'm saying. Those are the great things about my mind, but you know it's not amazing because, like I said, everybody looked at me like I was some sort of crazy person, and I did that up until, high, you know, until the end, of high, until I finally got out of high school, and I still sometimes do it because at this point, to me, life has just become a game, uh, because you know, I, I can't really get away from the fact that I've dissociated myself from a lot of daily life. Um, you know, I obviously see things. I can see my bed. But if we went back to when I was five, I'd probably not see a bed. I'd probably see some sort of time capsule that I'd lay down in, and then I'd have some sort of little ritual where I'd go <laughs> make a bunch of weird ass beeping noises and act like I was getting into some cryo sleep chamber. That, that you know, that's just what I did. Um, and you know, that's affected me through all my life. And of course, it's also incredibly bad. Because while a lot of people are like, holy shit, you have a photographic memory? And I have a semi-identic memory because I remember most sounds I hear, most things that I see, and most things that I've ever done, but it's not entirely. It's not like I'm in walking encyclopedia, but I'm close to it. Um... And a lot of my friends are like, holy shit, that's the coolest thing ever. Uh, No, it's not. Because everywhere I go, especially because a lot of people, scientifically, people tend to cling themselves to bad things. It's not that you're a horrible person, it's that the mind just likes to attach itself to bad things. So, seeing all the bad things that I have seen ever since I was a little wee lad uh things with my mother, things with my grandfather, horrible things that have happened to me, it always sticks. It always sticks. And so every time that I'm walking through the day, living my life, my mind just decides to play games and flash these horrible things in front of me at random times, and I d- can't even control it. It just happens. Where I'll be walking down the street, and all of a sudden I see my grandfather beating the shit out of me, like, as if it just happened, and I can't get away from it, because it's just part of my problem. and I, It'll probably never stop. Can't help that. Uh, that's part of my memory. I mean, I can I control it a lot better now. I do not just randomly see shit. Some, well, sometimes I do. But, most of the time, the memories just come flooding back once I think of specific things. You know, trigger words, mm, then I start to think of things, and then it just flies in, but it's like, any memory that I've ever had, I can pretty much remember it, and I I can play it in my own eyes, like, as if if I'm, like, as if it's happening again, in the exact same way. It's just one of those weird things that I'm able to do, and it's like, I know there's plenty of other people out there that are able to completely Memorize their own memories and play them back like videos in their own head A lot of people are like whoa, that's really cool me Mm, I'd rather not can I please just have a normal memory where I don't remember all the shit. (laughs) I Just want to not see everything and of course again Like I said a lot of my problem is probably attributed to how many games I've been playing because ever since I was five years old My aunt got me into video games She's the most wonderful person I've ever met in my entire life, and I would never ask for a better aunt but she got me into video games. And ever since I was five, I've been playing video games. Most horrible choice I've ever made in my entire life because I'm A, addicted to them. It like I don't need drugs because video games have become my drugs. And because all the things that I see in video games, I project into real life. That little game that I was talking about where I jumped around in the hallways and acted like I was seeing lava under me. The only reason I could do that was because of the fact that I played so many games that had lava in them and asteroids and then I could automatically... Ugh, automatically think of those things and put them into real world, into the real world. It's like, for me, I don't need an augmented reality uh, headset. I don't need an AR headset because my eyes are my AR because I randomly shapeshift shit in the world into whatever I want and all of a sudden, the world isn't what it seems to be. Of course, like I said, I still see that my microphone is sitting right in front of me. What would my mind rather see it as? Probably as some sort of Amorphic creature staring at me And I'm speaking to it Like as if it's some sort of real Living thing with sentient memories Uh You know, I, I get it That's not what's really happening But you know, that's what my mind's gonna do Um Like, things like I have a statue of an eagle A bald eagle in my room Half the time I look at that thing I see it moving But I know that for real It's just sitting there in a s- fixed position because it's a statue, but that's what my mind does. It dissociates itself from literally anything. Um, there's times where when I look in the mirror, I don't look like me, and I'm not saying as a hate way. I'm saying it as I just look ever so slightly different enough, and maybe I see myself wearing something that doesn't exist yet, but I wish existed, something futuristic. Something maybe not even futuristic, maybe even medieval because I'm very addicted to medieval stuff And you know times of the renaissance that that's always very much interested me But a lot of times I even in my own skin Without having to look at myself through reflection. I just see things when I look down Yes, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now, but Sometimes when I look down, I don't see a t-shirt. I see armor from a different a distant past of which is long gone but at the same time it happens it, my mind just likes to change things and you know while it might seem like a problem to some people it's it's not affecting you so the people that have ever told me because there have been people before that have told me Well, that's just weird. You're stupid and you're affecting me. Well, uh, how am I affecting you if it's my own problem? Because it's something I have to deal with. And I don't see it as a disorder or disease. But it's, it's my mind. It's got too much energy. And, you know, I know one other person that's basically exactly the same way as I am. And I've never seen him as a problem. But it just happens for us. It's just something we can't change. And it's just one of those interesting things that maybe if a scientist could just extract our our minds and our eyes maybe we could see the world in such a different way or maybe they'd fix this because i'd kind of like it to get fixed like no honestly please get rid of it i don't want this in my head anymore i i don't want to forget my memories obviously but i also don't want them flashing in front of my face every damn time i wake up you know it's great too though because for a lot of it it's able to allow me to lucid dream Um, and while it's fun, sometimes my lucid dreams, while they're lucid, and I'm aware of what's going on, and I'm aware that it's a dream, sometimes they still become nightmares, and they're horrible, and I can't do anything, I can't control it, but I still know. So sometimes the lucid dreams get really bad, but at the same time, it's kind of a good thing, because the way my mind is, you know, the lucid dreams are typically pretty good. Um, you know, I I, I sometimes call this a phenomenon, but, um... Plenty of people that I know say that they've experienced the same thing, but a a lot of times when I either close my eyes or fall asleep, I have visions. I see like a a straight five seconds, maybe. The longest one I've ever had was a full minute where I heard conversation, and, and it was the weirdest thing, but... You know those times where you just go to sleep or you close your eyes and all of a sudden you're having a vision you see the future and you're just like, holy shit, what did I just see? And then all of a sudden, in a month, a week, a day, you see the same thing happen and you're like, holy shit, I just saw that in my mind. And it's the weirdest thing because the first time that it ever occurred to me that I had one of those visions, um, this weird phenomenon, I just, I, I saw my friend, my friend Daniel. I saw him fall over in a chair in a desk, hit his head on the back of the wall, and then uh, walk away or something like that. I can't remember it exactly, but I had the dream. I but I remember exactly how the dream went. The dream was, you know, he was leaning backwards in at his desk. He fell over, hit his head on the back of the wall. That was kind of the end of the vision. The next day, or no, not the next day. It was the next month. Exactly the next month from that dream. He was leaning backwards at his desk and I was like, hey, bro, you're going to fall over uh, and you're going to hit your head on the wall and you're going to walk away. And he's like, what are you talking about? That's not going to happen. How do you know that? I was like, because I saw it. And he's like, that's stupid. I was like, okay. In two or three minutes after me telling him, warning him that he was about to fall over, uh, he fell over in exactly the same way, hit his head on the back of the wall, left the room uh, and went to the nurse's office. Uh, and then he came back a little while later and was like, how the fuck did you know that? Holy shit. It's like, well, obviously he didn't say that, but you know, uh, cause we were in fourth grade. Uh, he came back and he was like, Jesus, how did you know that? Oh my God, that's so weird. And I was like, I don't even know. I saw it. I don't know why I saw it, but I did. Um, and that's the first time I can remember ever having one of those dreams where then I just saw it happen for real. Um... But I don't know, let me know if that's ever happened to you. I know a couple of people that have... A couple of my friends that have said that it's happened to them. And that they're interested by it. Um, you know, it's it's just an interesting thing that happens. I wish it would happen more. You know, especially since... Like I said, there was one specific dream where I actually had voice... In the... Vision. But then nothing came... Um, well, it happened. It eventually ended up happening, but... It, or What I meant to say was that then... I haven't had another one ever since that's been so long and filled with voice or any sound actually because most of them are always just me seeing but I never hear never smell Uh, but like I said just one of them had voice that was an interesting one um, because it was nothing important but I saw it and then it happened it's always interesting because then whenever I do have these small little tidbit visions it's just like I knew this was going to happen I I say it to myself in my head, but any time it happens, and then I'm just in real when I'm around people, it's like I don't want to say anything because I don't want to sound like some sort of weird crazy person. But at the same time, it's like I did, I saw it, you know. And like I said, a couple of my friends have even said it's happened to them before. But I mean, it's not like they ever say, "Yo, holy shit, I knew this was gonna happen." But you know, that'd just be fun to be able to know early enough to be like, whoa, whoa, wait, something's about to happen, you know? But, you know, typically then when it happens, when I do see what it was, um, and when it comes to fruition, it's just like, it happens in such a sporadic way that like half the time I can't even be like, oh wait, this is about to happen, and be like a cool guy, and then everybody's like, whoa, how'd you know that? Except for that one first one that I had, but you know, typically a lot of them are just little five second things that are like, oh, okay, so I guess it happened now, cool. Um, and my grandma's just like, it's deja vu, but it's not deja vu, because deja vu would, you have to be, deja vu would be one thing exactly the same, or one thing happening, and then having it happen exactly the same way, you know, five minutes a day from then, in exactly the same way, and that's, it's a vision, not a, not a thing of deja vu, I don't think that's, that's definitely not the question that we're asking, but, um, you know, if it is deja vu, then hey, whatever, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, it, I don't think that that thing with Dan ever happened and then happened exactly the same way. No, I think it's because I saw it, and then all of a sudden it came to fruition. It just happens. It's just an interesting thing. Um, but Yeah, no, maybe that's just one of the interesting things about my mind is just all the things that happen with it. It's just I'm able to see... But also, there's just things that I see just in other cases, where it's not the future, it's not the past. It's just, everything around me just gets augmented. And it used to be really bad too, when I was a lot younger. Um, you know, I would straight up not see anything that was actually real. I'd just interact. I'd interact with the things. But to me, everything was just completely different in my eyes, because I didn't want it to be what it was. I wasn't enjoying life. I didn't care. I didn't care to be in the world I was in. And so I changed it, but I don't really know how that works either. You know, it even confuses me sometimes how you just see, but nobody else quite ever sees the same way that you see. But then also minds like mine are somehow strong enough to just start changing things. I have, I always question how that works. How my mind is apparently so capable that I'm able to just change everything around me. And Like I said, I've quelled it over the years. I've lowered it. I've made it better. I obviously see things. I see what things really are, but it's like much younger. I, I couldn't control it. it was, I didn't want to be in reality. And it was just... ...weird to have to change things all the time. But I, like I said, it's, it's just weird to me because I don't understand how a brain could do that. But I mean, it happens. So, it's either a gift or a curse. To me, it's definitely a curse because I'd, I'd just rather not. Um, but you know, it's never been a horrible thing. It's just one of those things that I wish wouldn't happen. Um, but yeah... And also, just this weird thing. It's kind of interesting. Um, and you know, I've explained it to a couple of people. I guess it makes sense, but in my own head, when I close my eyes, even when I blink, I see it. When I close my eyes, there's just this complex in my head. I don't see my brain. When I close my eyes, I go into my head and it's just this complex, this, Vast expanse that I've created in my head and Unfortunately, I've also used this as a housing For my multiple personalities of which I do have multiple personalities I've controlled it over the years. I've gotten much better a couple of years ago I couldn't control it and I just had straight up me going crazy, you know cackling like somebody completely different from myself and then crying like a crazy person, and then screaming like a different, another person, it was really bad, but with my MPD, um, just this complex I made in my head, It it's just weird because I see my multiple personalities as they are, as if they are something, and my mind's able to create images for them, and they're never me, they're sort of me, but they're not me in my head, but just this thing I've created in my head. It's rooms upon rooms and mountains, and just a place for my subconscious to live. Something that I don't see is me, but something that is me, I just have it live. It's in my head. It's just anytime I blink or close my eyes, I see this expanse. And it's just weird. It's rooms, it's just like libraries data stores, everything, futuristic, medieval, uh, current day, it's all different things, kind of, almost like some weird utopian version of the Matrix, almost. It's just, my head, to me, it doesn't exist, it's just this thing, and I've explained this to people before, and it's just, I don't know, people seem to be interested by it, but at the same time, some people are just like, okay, cool, who fucking cares, but I mean, I don't know, maybe it is an interesting thing, but I don't know, it's just, what happens when I close my eyes It's just different, because the world just becomes different when you close your eyes, and I don't care if you're me or not, but I, I feel like even for anybody, it's just if you close your eyes, all of a sudden the world changes, because you're in your own head, and for me it's just become another place that exists. Um I don't know, I always found that to be a little weird, but also at the same time, it's kind of cool. You know, I once tried to destroy this little realm, and I was like, well, I just have a brain inside, but at the same time, what happens to the, creat- the creativity then? Everybody needs a little creativity, even if it's a little weird. It- it's still a helpful thing for the mind, to me. Any amount of creativity is um, it- it's helpful. Any amount of creativity is just helpful to the world, and I don't know how creativity can't be helpful. Uh, obviously, if you're some sort of fucking psychopath killer, you kill somebody and use their blood to make a painting. Obviously, that creativity... <sighs> please stop. That's not a thing that should be happening. Just in general, if you're a psychopath and you're murdering people, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you need some help. But, um, you know, just in general, creativity is helpful. I don't know why I had to bring it to that, but... <laughs> It, 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 I I don't know, it's just there, man, um, just the idea, um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about mental health, just because it's an importance to me, um, and you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to become popular or anything, I'm like, I, I've just been doing this shit as a hobby the youtube the podcast trying to make music it's all just a hobby to me but if it ever somehow becomes popular mental health will forever be a priority to me because people deserve a good mental health and that's the one thing a lot of people don't talk about not even in school is mental health people that i know um ...reject counselors because they were never taught that that's an important thing. Counselors are important. People that know what they're talking about and can handle talking about other people's problems... ...need to be in this uh, civilization. People need counselors. People... You know, even if it's not a counselor. If it's just somebody that's good at talking and doesn't get affected by other people's problems that much... ...everybody needs somebody to talk to. Everybody needs some amount of motivation some amount of moral support, and that comes from your friends, that comes from your family, or just someone random you meet. It always happens, you'll always find somebody, but mental health just isn't talked about as much in our society, and I don't know how that even is, because everybody needs it, and everybody has problems. I'm not saying all of us need a counselor, but a lot of us need something, and mental health um it's just since it's something that i've dealt with all my all all my life um i just feel that it's important to everybody to get some kind of help in some way um you know the fact that i struggle i struggle with depression i've attempted suicide a couple times i the last one i had i it has put the foot down for me to say that I'm never ever going to try again because the last time I tried was the most horrible experience that I've ever had. And if you are feeling suicidal, I would hope that you would talk to somebody. If anything, talk to me. I don't care. I need. It, it, I, it, suicide is not the answer to anything. It, I, I know how it feels and I know that in your mind, it typically becomes a, it's the only option. And I know that's how it feels. But it's not. It's not the only option. Suicide is not all you need. You need someone is what you need and a lot of times, in my opinion, what you need is a purpose. What people need is a purpose and a lot of times people can't find their purpose because through high school a lot of people I feel have no purpose or feel that they don't have a purpose or don't have anything. But everybody has a purpose. Everybody has something that they're good at. Everybody has something that they need slash want and they can use that want and that need to become something it's not selfish to want it's not selfish to to need something it's just how humans work and talking to people is just important doing what you need is important getting something you want can be important so long as it's not you know, on the contrary, dictating over people or being a fucking crazy person. But, you know, everybody needs something. Everybody needs a purpose. And mental health is something we all need to talk about. Um, it's a good thing to care about people. It's a good thing to be courteous. It's a good thing to be kind to others. And I live by the standard that... Even people that are your enemies deserve decency. Even people that you see as not friends deserve some amount of decency. Whether you hate them or whether they hate you, if somebody you you just can't agree with them, you still deserve to give them respect and they still deserve to give you respect. Because the only place that humans should ever be at odds is on the battlefield. Because... That is a time where war... Well, war is a time when people are using their hatred against each other and unfortunately it happens. But at least in the real world, we can be civil to each other and have some decency for each other. Because unless you're trying to straight up murder somebody, decency is all we need. You know, if you're at odds... I don't know why you would have the reason or the want to go up to somebody that you dislike and just punch them in the face. That's not a thing that should happen. It's not a thing that should happen in society. We need to simply have some decency around each other. In normal situations, we need to have proper and discussions about things, and we need to have decency. Um, and you know, it's the thing with bullying and stuff. That's the reason that people don't have decency anymore is because we allow bullying We don't do anything about it. I don't care how many schools say that they do something about it and that they care about bullying and that they're going to stop it. Because half the time they don't do shit. We got a new principal at my old school that said he was going to crack down on a lot of things. And guess what? He did. The one thing that he didn't crack down on was bullying. He cracked down on drugs. He cracked down on people doing stupid shit. He cracked down on getting rid of fights in the school. But he didn't help at all with people that were being bullied He didn't help at all with trying to get the counselors to do more for the students. Because half the time, uh, the only thing that the counselors were actually focused on were the people that were not in trouble. And a lot of times for the people that were in trouble, the only question would be, do you need help? And their answer would be no. And they'd be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. I know this might seem a little weird, but They shouldn't have it be an option. They need to have it be an option after you get through maybe one counseling session. Talk to everybody, figure something out, see what's going on, and if they're truly fine, don't let it go. Or, I mean, if they they are truly fine, then let it go. Then let the people that actually need help get help. Um. There's a lot of things in school that haven't changed. And going into college, I'm not sure how I feel. I feel safe, obviously. And, you know, it's because you're a white guy and you're not going to get fucking robbed or raped or blah or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's, That's entirely untrue. It could happen. It's a possibility. But. I can see some people's point when they say that, but there's one thing that I saw that I, just because of the Kavanaugh hearings and shit, and all this crap going on with Kavanaugh, I do not believe in rape culture. Rape culture is not something I believe in. That's not a thing that's happening. It's definitely a thing that's happening in, uh, you know, Islamic states and in other really shitty, horrible countries in Africa and, you know, anywhere in the Middle East. (sighs) Maybe even sort of starting to happen in the UK but it's not happening in America but what I will say is it's starting and I know that some people don't want to hear that or some people were will down downright refuse that idea um it doesn't matter if you're on the left doesn't matter if you're on the right some people are going to um, not agree with that statement and I think I th- I don't think that it, I don't think the argument is that it has ha- that it is happening. I think the argument is that it's starting to happen. And the reason I say that is because there's so many people I know that have been raped. It's never happened to me. Um I feel like it might have happened a couple times concerning how fucking crazy my uncles are, but um it's never happened to me, but I know plenty of people that it has happened to. And unfortunately, rape culture is the tolerance or allowing, uh, you know, teaching of rape to a culture or to a to a society. I sometimes I take out the tolerance part because I feel like tolerance is completely different from actually having something be a rape culture. But if that is since that is the definition, um. If it is tolerance, then for those people that I do know that have been raped, things that have happened, sexual assault, um, and sexual assault and rape are not entirely the same, but they're close. The thing is, with those people, a lot of times, I have unfortunately been been the one to tolerate it. Because a lot of times, I've wanted call the cops or at least be a second hand to these things to get those people in trouble but then i always get told the one thing and that's no don't tell on them and i question why would i not tell on somebody that has just raped another person why would i not tell on why or why would i not try to get rid of that for her? why would i not try to help a friend that has been raped a lot of times people always use the argument of I'll be ashamed or I'll be embarrassed or my parents will kick me out. My question to you is why are you going to be embarrassed? You were sexually assaulted. You were raped. You had nothing to do with it. It was forced upon you. You can't do anything about that. That's not something to be ashamed of. Um, The other one being I'd be embarrassed, or did I say ashamed? Okay, well, ashamed and embarrassed are the same. So why would you be ashamed? Why would you be embarrassed? Because you had nothing to do with it. If you were raped, it was forced upon you. You can't do anything about it. But then the other one is things like my parents will kick me out. Why would your parents kick you out? They'd see it the exact same way I see it. You had nothing to do with it. You were it was forced upon you, and you can't you couldn't do anything about it. You you could have tried you, you could have fought back or something, but a lot of times these incidents happen uh, with date rape you know with drugs getting people drunk uh, you know giving them other types of drugs you know and then if you're talking about something like happening like where a guy grabs you in the fucking alleyway and rips your fucking clothes off you know a lot of times you can't fucking do anything about it i understand why you wouldn't want to fight back but at the same time i don't know why the fuck your parents would kick you out because they'd, they'd see it the same way you had nothing to do with it you couldn't do anything about it so i don't understand all these people that say don't tell on them why would i not tell on them ruin their reputation get them in trouble they need to be sorry but they need to be castrated locked in jail and fucked over because they don't deserve to be tolerated. And that's the one thing is the people that get raped complain about tolerance, but they're the ones that tolerate it. Because a lot of times rape victims won't say anything about it, and then they complain about tolerance. Then why haven't you said anything about your own rape? I'm saying this right now. If you have been raped, you need to tell somebody, you need to call the cops, You need to get that person in trouble. They need to be chased after, hunted down, castrated, and thrown in jail because that's how it should work. You shouldn't be afraid or embarrassed about what happened because you couldn't do anything about it. And the only reason that you would be embarrassed is because you had something to do with it or because you allowed it for a short time and then you came to regret it. And I'm sorry, but that's what happens sometimes, and I understand that's what happens sometimes. But then in that case, do not use that as you have been raped. It's simply regret. There are plenty of times where I've been in sexual activities where it has been regretful, but I'm not going to fucking call the cops on somebody because we had fucking sex that was undesirable. Big deal. It happens. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Um, I'm not going to call the cops and say, hey, this person fucking raped me. That's that's absolutely absurd. But if you have been truly, actually raped, you need to call the cops, you need to talk about it. You need to get that person, uh, you need to get that person's reputation completely destroyed. And if you do it because you want attention, and because you haven't actually been raped, fuck yourself, leave people alone. Um, sorry, the uh, thing with having a grandmother who's not in the house and completely controls you, JK not really but you know uh you know I have to figure things out um I love dogs guys I love fucking dogs you want to talk about dogs that seems like a good thing to talk about I have I have dogs they're all great I have three dogs and my grandma's yelling at me to make sure that I let them out a couple more times I know I've already let them out I'll clean up my one dog pees on the floor all the time goes outside for two hours comes back inside and pees on the floor I don't know why she does that. She, she's just a little weird. Um, but, you know, I love dogs. Dogs are great. Dogs are amazing because dogs. Dogs love you. They come back to you no matter what, and they always love you. Some of them run, and then a lot of them run like crazy, but they always come back. No matter what, they always come back. They always find their way home. Um, you know, they come to love you just like family. Dogs love you like family. And that's one thing that I can... Always say about dogs because I will never let go of my love for dogs dogs have always been there for me When I've had nobody when I felt like I've had nobody dogs have always been there It's always a great thing to have dogs. You should get a dog because dogs are great. Okay. See what I'm doing here plugging dogs, bro Ooh. But um Yeah You know let's talk about that really quick um, I know some people including myself that say being not so much obsessed with yourself but having confidence in yourself and loving yourself is a problem people say that that's toxic people want to say that that's not a thing Um, but I don't understand how that can be selfish to love yourself is not to be selfish to be obsessive over yourself is definitely uh, selfish being arrogant about yourself is definitely fucking selfish but Loving yourself is not selfish. Um, I mentioned in the first episode, uh, there was a time where I believed that I was transgender and that was all about hating myself. And hating myself to the people that I was allied with, to the people that said they cared about me, hating myself was the not selfish, was the selfless thing that I could do, to hate myself, to be something that they wanted, which is inherently selfish because they wanted me to be something else because I believe that I was not the greatest person. And yes, it's okay to believe you're not the greatest person, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to hate yourself and completely mutilate yourself to to become something that other people want. That's just selfish. But it is to be said that loving yourself is not selfish. And I've learned, I've come back and I've learned again like I did back in 8th grade that loving yourself is not selfish and loving yourself is important because if you don't love yourself then you can't love other people and I try to love other people and that's the thing that I was doing wrong for those 4 years was hating myself so much I was not able to love other people and yet I was trying to care for other people and take care of them and give advice and yet I was not qualified to give advice I was not even in the slightest bit capable of giving any opinions that should have mattered, because I was hating myself and did not care. And that's not to say that I don't care about myself still now, because there, I still hate myself a little, you know. And I'm still trying to get out of that phase of being transgender. I'm trying to get out of that ideal or that that moral state that I was in, trying to ally myself with those ty- types of people. Now, there's still plenty of people that are transgender that I know that I love to death. And they're honestly perfectly fine people. Um, there's also a lot that are completely screwed up people and they need help. But there's also plenty of gay people that I love. There's also a lot of gay people that I don't like. I have that I can have that capacity to hate but also love a group of people. It doesn't matter. People are people. And as I always say a lot of times, there is only one race. There is a the human race. And a lot of people try to argue that that's racist. That's not racist. That's me giving a shit about the fact that people are people and I don't really care what you have to say about me all of a sudden being a racist because I care about people. That's just a thing that I can do because I care about people. Um, And caring for people can only happen when you care about yourself. Um, And that's that's one of the things that happens is a lot of times people commit suicide because... or, or attempt suicide or commit suicide because they don't care about themselves. They believe that there's no escape. Um, and unfortunately that's because of self-hatred a lot of times it's because you've come to hate yourself or because the people that should be closest to you say that you should hate yourself or say that they hate you Um, and a lot of times to me those opinions should not be taken seriously those opinions need to be left alone even if they are your own parents I get it it hurts when your own parents say things to demoralize you to strip you of what you care about but if your parents are like that then a if they're abusive you need to report them b if they are like that you need to accept that they're going to say those things and then con- and then ignore what they're going to say because i know that's hard but it can be you can get around it and you can choose to be there for yourself rather than your parents' understandings of the world especially since you know our parents are older than, older than us they understand the world a little bit differently because they did not grow up the way that we did but they're trying to raise us to the best of their abilities and sometimes the way that they raise us does not work but if you cannot find common ground with your parents then the way to get over it is to accept the things that they're going to say and then get over those things and love yourself the way that you love yourself, uh, you, that you should love yourself, and you need to live the way that you want to live, regardless of the the opinion of your parents. And I guarantee you right now, I get uh, people are, you know, I guess I am privileged, sure, I'm privileged because I live in a white family, and while I don't have everything I want, I have what I need, I get by, I have a roof over my head, and I can eat food. But if I would have been living with my mother, I would have been in a trailer park right now, would have been living a completely different life, probably would have had no education, would not be as smart as I wanted to be. Um, and either way, it doesn't change no matter what way that I was would have been living, depending on this, a decision that happened more than 12 years ago in my life. Either way I would have been living, it's, it, it's something that doesn't change you need to love yourself and you need to figure out how to care for yourself and i'm not saying your views are wrong if you care about yourself in a way that i disagree with we can have disagreements and then we can have discussions about those disagreements it's like i hang out with a lot of people that smoke i hang out with a lot of people that drink get drunk people that smoke weed and get high I am able to conversate with them. I don't ram it down their throats that smoking is inherently a horrible thing and that drinking is inherently a horrible thing, but I can at least express my concern with them every once in a while. If they've smoked a little too much, maybe I'll say, hey, are you sure you need another one? Uh, You know, if they take too many drinks, you know, I can say, hey, back off a little bit, but I'm not gonna ram it down people's throats because I can still be a civil person around other people. Um, and I can be, I I can have decency for people. It's not something that changes no matter what. It's all about your own moral views and mixing those moral views with everybody else. That's what freedom is, that's what America has allowed, and that's not what any other country has ever allowed in the history of humanity until America. And sharing beliefs with people is important sharing beliefs with other people and sharing culture with other people is important because that's how we then also come to love other people as long as you love yourself and you figured yourself, well not figure yourself out because a lot of people don't figure themselves out or know what they are, know what they wanna do until they're old, older, but we can still have decency, we can still have kindness for ourselves and love ourselves. It, it, it's something that we start to form at a young age is who we are and what, what we can do with ourselves. What we actually end up doing is something that comes later, but we can still figure out how to love ourselves at a younger age. And it's something that needs to be taught. And I'm happy that the way I grew up allowed me to care about other people. And while it was hard to care about myself, I found a way to care about myself. But at the same time, we all need a reason to care about ourselves and we all need a reason to care about others and sometimes we're not always going to agree but that's something that happens in human nature. We don't all agree but it's having civil discussions with each other and trying to change each other's minds about specific things and not getting violent about it, not getting into mobs about things and actually having a discussion. Caring about yourself uh, comes from the memories you have, the memories that you have can dictate whether you care about yourself or not. But the memories are what allow us to realize things about ourselves and then care for each other and for ourselves no matter what those memories dictate. Because you might have an absolutely shitty life. And and I'll agree, some people really do have shitty lives. You can't help it. But that doesn't mean that you can't care for yourself. That doesn't mean you can't love yourself and try to be kind to others. That's something that we all need, especially in this time and age. We, We need a lot more care for each other, rather than just running around goalposts, screaming random shit, and throwing bombs into crowds of random people, because we don't like something somebody else said. Kindness is just something we all need. And love is something we need. Because also, that's, that's another thing. A lot of people don't like to use that word. A lot of people that I know would rather not say love. And I've made it a, a very clear thing with anybody that I talk to. I, I say, I love you. Because a lot of people nowadays are like, well, I love you is for two people that have gotten married or two people that are in love. No, I love you is for somebody that you care about. I love you is for somebody that is a family member to you. Somebody that's a friend, a good friend, and everybody deserves an I love you. Everybody deserves an I love you from somebody, you know? And it's like, one of the things that I explained is, I had to explain this for the first time in my life because of somebody I met, an inpatient, but this one kid, I'm not gonna say his name, but he called somebody a bitch he called somebody's mom a bitch because he didn't like this person and they were having their family visit. And he said, hey, your mom's a bitch. And then it was like, hey, you're a bitch to the woman. And I said, why are you calling her a bitch? And he said, because he's a horrible person. I said, okay, you're allowed to have that opinion. Can you please talk to him normally and not disrespect his mother? And he said, well, she's a bitch. And I was like, where's your argument? And so I said, what if I called your mom a bitch? And he said, well, I'll beat the shit out of you and make sure you eat those words. And I said, but you just called somebody else's mother a bitch. Why doesn't he have the right to beat the shit out of you? And he's like, because he's a horrible person. And I was like, but you understand that calling somebody else's mother a bitch and then somebody else calling your mom a bitch should have the, the the other person should have a right to beat you up. And now you have a right to beat them up. Sure. Fine. You have the right to beat them up. I wouldn't resort to that, but I'd at least have the decency to not call somebody else a bitch. Instead, instead how, how about you tell people that you love them? How about you tell people that you can have a normal, civilized discussion with them? Um, you know, Maybe you can make that part of something you do. Say you love somebody. Not because you love them, because you want to be with them for the rest of your life. Say that you love somebody because you love them as a person. They are an amazing person because they matter to you because they are a good friend, they are a good family member, something. Just tell them that you love them. It's such a simple thing, and people avoid that word with a passion. I don't understand why people do that. Because my mother might be a horrible person, but she's also, it, 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 it's part. It's her mistakes. Um, And I might not see her as the greatest person. And I see her as horrible a lot of times, but, I still have the decency of the fact that I know she's my mother. I still love her. I've sent her messages that I love her before. I'm not on speaking terms with her right now, but at the same time, I'm not going to randomly come out of nowhere and start calling her a bitch because I feel that she's a bad person. That's not what's going to happen because that's a horrible thing to do. Everybody has the right to be kind. Nobody has the right to be a horrible person to another to another person, whether they're horrible or not. And people deserve to be punished for horrible acts um, and people do get punished for horrible acts um, people that have been that have bullied other people do get punished I'm you know like I I kind of said this earlier that a lot of people in my school don't get punished for being bullied or for being bullies but it still happens they people they, they get their punishment and when you get to a higher level like murder people get punished it's a thing that happens but still I'll just leave on the note that people deserve kindness and you should spread kindness yourself I know it's a hard thing to do but saying I love you is not a hard thing to do saying I love you is a very important thing to do and anybody can do it so just do it tell somebody that you love them and I hope you have a great night day whenever you listen to this make sure that you let somebody know that you love them i have been your host john grant and i will see you in the next episode